Catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. Today we celebrate the World Afro Day in the topic celebrating the Afro hair on the African woman. World Afro Day was founded to celebrate the natural hairstyles of black and mixed race people, embracing the curls and kinks that are unique to this culture. This day celebrates the Afro as a part of cultural identity. It's a global day of change, education, and celebration of Afro hair culture and identity, and everyone is welcome on this journey. Bias against Afro hair in this society can create exclusion, shame, and feelings of inferiority. And this has also had a long-lasting impact on health and economic opportunity, especially for Black women who are pressurized to conform to societal norms. Straight hair is considered the epitome of success and beauty, and it is promoted every day through fairy tales, films, television, social media, consumer products, and advertising. Afro hair is rarely celebrated, especially globally, and World Afro Day seeks to change this. In the space of 20 years, the black hair care market has undergone a profound transformation. Product offerings that were once centered on hair relaxers have given way to natural hair care products thanks to the natural hair movement. On the streets of Dakar, Abidjan, or Lagos in Africa, you will be hard-pressed to see the Afros now commonplace in Nairobi, Johannesburg, and New York. You might conclude that the natural hair movement has failed to take root in West Africa. But you'll be wrong. More and more people are carrying their natural hair these days. They might be wearing it under braids, headscarves, wigs, and yes, even weaves. They might be classeted naturalistas and they're naturalistas nonetheless. Today, we celebrate the world hair, Afro hair rather, on the African woman. I have in the studio with me, I'm really excited, the CEO and co-founder of O Naturals Beauty. Just joined me on the show to celebrate. She is a Laurel trained and certified professional hairdresser with 24 years industry experience, both internationally and locally. Wow. She is the founding president of Natural Hair Professionals and Locticians. It's an association in Nigeria set up to encourage professionals in the natural hair industry and locticians to strive for and maintain a high standard of professionalism in the hair industry. She has styled celebrities like Chimamanda Adichie, Omoni Boli, Nsekbe, Tim, Daria Kande, Chioma Pota, Yemi Aladeba to mention a few. Let's welcome Omozo Ogorombi. Yes, Ogorumbi. Hello, Hi, good people. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's all me, eh? I guess so. It's you. It's such an honor to have you today. How are you doing today, I'm Amazon? very well, Gloria. Thank you for the invitation. I'm grateful. Ah, I'm really we're grateful. so excited. Thank and you. happy World Afro Day. Yes. We're talking Afro today. Wow. Yes. When I saw it and I thought, okay, today was World Afro Day. I'm like, okay, it even falls on a Wednesday. Mm -hmm. So Woman Crush Wednesday and yes. all of that. Uh, yes. Yes. All those hashtags. Yes, Amazing. yes. It's important to celebrate, highlight, you know, amplify the 
black woman's hair because mm. sometimes we get a bit of hostility. Mm. So mm. today's a good day. Yes, it is. Every day is a good day for the <laughs> Afro hair, actually, but today especially. <laughs> and you need to see Amazon in the studio. She's on Afro. I mean, what? not on. She's she's with a natural hair, yes. nicely plated, yes. all that with people, beads, with beads everywhere, celebrating the Afro. I know. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Amazon. Let's go. Let's get into the conversation. We should definitely <clears throat> start from what makes the African hair different all right okay. the challenges involved in treating it i ask you why are our african women not willing to retain that afro i always say it depends on how far back you want to go okay. because remember at a time it was not a big deal mm -hmm. at a time black african women as we would say were rocking their hair mm -hmm. it wasn't a problem but then there was a blip in history where there was you know more interaction with people who did not have our type of hair. Mm -hmm. And at that time, balance of power was to our disadvantage. Mm -hmm. Therefore, people started looking at the more powerful people and liking or desiring their type of hair. So now you have us trying to recover, I guess, mm -hmm. from all of that, you know, um, colonialism, a lot of marketing, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, a lot of socialization against what we once knew because you don't even need to go too far back. Many of our mothers and grandmothers will tell you how they used to carry their natural hair. They'll tell you how they used to use thread to stretch it and then you would see all these nice, all these roll and talks that we do now. I go through my parents' pictures and albums and I see my mom and my aunties and her friends rocking roll and talks in various ways. And I'm just like, what are we talking about? <laughs> we think we are inventing it today. No. You know, of course, weaving hasn't really gone anywhere. Braids haven't really gone anywhere. So that's a little bit of the history where, yeah, it was not a big deal. We enjoyed our hair. We took care of our hair properly. But a time in history came where there was interaction that wasn't so beneficial to us in regards to our own hair. And this is where we are now. Mm. It's interesting because yesterday we had some customers in the salon and we had a client whose son is going to GSS1 and he has dreadlocks, beautiful locks. He comes into the salon to relock it. And she has been told by the school, he has acceptance, but he's been told by the school that he needs to cover it up. So either by a school cap or she couldn't find a school cap big enough, so she had to get a head warmer. And I felt quite sad because a head warmer traps heat. I mean, let's talk of the practicality of it. This is a young boy who wants to play, jump up and down. That guy is going to get hot mm. underneath that head warmer and he's going to want to take it off. Mm. And if he does, he's going to get in trouble. And these are the conversations that we try to have and that we try to enlighten people about. But they will tell you that, oh, dreadlocks can be untidy. And then I say, well, if somebody does weaving and it is untidy, what do you tell them? You tell them to go and do their hair. Mm -hmm. You don't tell them to cover it up, do you? Mm -hmm. So why would you do that with dreadlocks? Mm -hmm. Why would you do that with natural hair? Why mm -hmm. would you do that? So those kind of conversations, mm -hmm. we have to have them and we need to be honest. Mm -hmm. And I know there are people listening now who are saying, oh, you know, if you just kept your natural hair neat and tidy. And my question goes, what does that mean? <laughs> by what do you mean by neat and tidy? And usually they'll point to the front where you've got your cocoa waves, as we used to call it that time, you know, your edges, they are curly and all of that. And they're like, oh, if you just slick it down. Hmm. So we're talking again, going back to treating our hair the way it is not so that, it, yeah, so that it is, so that it is more comfortable for somebody else. Because Accepted. tell me, the let's be honest, beauty and fashion is just objectivity. It's mm. subjective. There is nothing objective about it. Mm. Two plus two is four. Mm. Yes, that's objective. Mm -hmm. 
but it is subjective when it comes to fashion. Mm. Today, there was a time they used to tell us that color blocking was bad. Mm-hmm. Next thing we know, <laughs> every color blocking was okay. They told us at the time, mixing prints was bad. Next thing we knew, mixing prints was okay. okay. Before, skinny wasn't desired. Horrible was desired. Now, skinny is... Now, small hip, waist, <laughs> big bum bum. So, let us not be inundated or become slaves to things that are transitionary. Because today... They are telling that young man to cover up his locks. Mm. In a few years, it will not be a problem. Mm. There'll be young men like him who will be enjoying their locks in this country. And it's even sadder because Nigeria is the most populous black nation in the world. Mm. And all manners of hairstyles, all manners of hair care for our own hair should not be hidden, should not be antagonized, should be allowed, celebrated, embraced. Mm. Well said, Omozo. But one major question and one major challenge is going to be taking care of this hair. Mm -hmm. I think that's where women are running away from. I was unnatural before I went back to Ah! relax. Yes, Omozo. I I have to say this. It was work. It was work because you had to be intentional. There were certain things you couldn't use on your hair. You couldn't sleep anyhow. You understand? So all of that entire stress in quotes is what makes African women run away. So what do you think in that case can be done? How do you think we can get more women to embrace this Afro? See, eh? Mm. When people tell me they don't want to cover their hair, anytime they cover their hair to sleep, the satin bonnet is under the bed and all of that. Don't cover your hair! (laughs) (laughs) Use a silk pillowcase Mm. or a satin pillowcase to sleep. That's fine. When they tell me, oh, every time I comb my hair, it hurts. Don't comb your hair. It's okay. (laughs) So these are the things I mentioned earlier, where I said the hair care of Afro hair should not be antagonized, should be embraced, should be allowed. We comb our hair all the time. We comb the Afro hair all the time because we are trying to stretch out the kinks. These combs that we have, the small teeth combs, the white teeth, really, they're made for straight hair. They are not actually made for curly hair. You've got Mm -hmm. some people who are manufacturing combs for kinky African hair. However, it is still in the line of Caucasian hair. Mm -hmm. This is the thing. So when we talk about the, and I quote you, stress, there is really no stress about it. Mm -hmm. What is happening is you are used to taking care of your hair in a certain way. You are used to taking care of your relaxed hair and the care for it is slightly different from that of natural hair. It's all it is. It's different. So when you now transition or you do the big chop or you become, you now embrace or return to natural, as we say, you now need to learn different skills. It's the same thing as maybe you get a job as a, you know, as one thing and you change to another thing for your job. You learn it. You go through the learning curve. We will embrace that. We don't say that as a bother. You know, so it's the same thing with hair. The other thing too is what are your expectations? Thank you, Indiari, for singing. Yes, <laughs> not your expectations, yes. right? Yeah. So what are your expectations? So if your expectation is to treat your Afro hair the way you treat your relaxed straight hair, then you are in for trouble. So you need to remember that it's different and you need to manage your expectations. Now, if you are looking for healthy hair. You know, you want your hair to achieve the maximum health it possibly can, the maximum fullness, the maximum length it possibly can. There are certain things that you will not do and there are certain things that you must do. Mm -hmm. It's like 
fit fam, for example, living a healthy lifestyle. Okay, I want to, Omozo likes ice cream. I know my husband is what a, hey, hey, you know, I like ice cream. Omozo likes ice cream. And hey, I know that that's going to be a problem with my fitness journey. And there might come a time in my life where no matter how much I love ice cream, I'm going to have to stop mm. taking it. Mm. And that could be diabetes, that could be whatever. Mm. And it happens to women too. They get to a point in their lives where this hair that you say is a problem, you are going to now have to listen mm. and do the thing we've been advising you 5, 10, 20 years ago. Because why? You are now balding. Mm. Your hair is now thinning. Your edges are now gone. Mm. So why don't we do it now? Why don't we just embrace? And it's discipline as well. Mm. It's health. Mm. It's discipline. It's caring for yourself. It's caring for what you are born with, what goes out of your head. And even if, and I must say this, today is World Afro Day. We should carry our hair whichever way we want to. I am a naturalista. I believe that that is the best way to carry our hair. However, there are people who choose to relax, straighten, texturize, or do whatever to their hair. My issue is, can we do it healthily? Let's be healthy, let's be wise, let's be responsible about it. Especially for the adults. Children, they don't really have the decision and the decision is left to the adults. That's why I'm speaking to the adults. It's not enough for you to say, I'm tired, you're an adult. Mm -hmm. Maturity, mm -hmm. come on, please, you know. You know, do the, the tangling properly. Shampoo your hair. Ladies and gentlemen, shampoo your hair. <laughs> Having the plan to keep your hair without shampooing it, for people coming to the salon and go, which hairstyle can I do that I don't need to clean? Um, I don't need to do anything to my hair for one million thousand years. That's an exaggeration. <laughs> okay, six months or whatever. And I just wonder, my, I ask them, why do you not want to shampoo your hair? Why don't you want to clean your scalp? It becomes a hygiene issue for me. Mm. It just moves away from hair care and becomes a hygiene issue. Mm. So even if you have braids in, can you please clean your scalp? Because that is where problems begin, mm. problems grow and manifest. Mm. So, Number one, Afro hair is different from straight hair. Mm. So you need to adjust. You need to make the leap. You need to change your thinking. Two, it is a learning curve. What you were doing before does not necessarily apply. So you need to adjust to the learning curve. Three, what are the expectations you have for your hair? You want healthy hair. There are many pictures we copy on Instagram, Pinterest of these black women with long hair. And you ask them, how did you get your hair like this? When they tell you they do nothing, what they mean is they are very minimal. Mm. And if you don't want to be minimal, you want to do braids like me, braids like Gloria, mm. weaving like this, you want to thread, you want to do this, you want to do this, it is going to affect the results you will get. Mm. But the boring hairstyles, the discipline of shampooing at a certain time and doing all of these things is what will get you the fullness and the length, or let me, let me rephrase, is what will get your hair to its maximum potential. Mm -hmm. So that's the summary. Mm -hmm. It's not stressful though. Afro hair is not stressful. It's just dif different. Mm -hmm. That's just, you just be ready to, as much as you're ready to give yourself to your work, you want to, your the way you dedicate yourself to your work, your relationships, dedicate yourself to, to your, your hair. hair. And it does not have to be tedious. Because if you shampoo your hair and you deep condition your hair and then you put in a leave-in conditioner and you put it in two plaits, it's gone. Your hair is done. Your hair looks good. You do the same thing a week later or you do the same thing two weeks later. 
It's not that difficult. All right, then. It's not. <laughs> if you're joining us on IG Live, please drop your questions for almost though we're running out of time. You can always be a part of the conversation during 913 Just send me a WhatsApp message if you have any questions today on World Afro Day for the CEO of All Naturals Beauty in the studio. Also, let's talk about the role of technology because, I mean, it's Africa Tech Radio. Mm. And then we have to talk about technology and the major role it plays in our natural hair care journey. Mm-hmm. So what has tech done? How has tech come in to help when it comes to the Afro hair? Well, I keep saying that naturalistas are the vocal minority. People think there are more women who are natural than not. It's actually not true. Naturalistas are the vocal minority. And technology, there's this group, I don't know if they're still active, called Naturality. And they were a group on the internet. So, you know, you could have these chat rooms and all of those things. And that's where they were. So we were sharing information there, sharing hair care tips and things like that. Then BlackBerry came in. And then we also had those BlackBerry groups where we would share information. And then WhatsApp, of course, Instagram, Pinterest, and all of that. So social media has been very, very helpful. Then when it comes to technology, let's technology when it comes to the tools that we use, the heated tools, as well as even just the non-heated tools. There's a lady that is doing amazing things in England and she comes up with some, I don't use the word advances. It's like advances, but it is going almost back to what we used to do before. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. But it's modernizing it and she does a lot of educating as well, you know? So even that, I think when people think of technology, a lot of times they think of the wire type of things and they think of the, you know, plugging in and stuff like that. Technology is actually how you do things. It's technical. It's just how you do things. So sometimes if when you even use your hands, it's even a form of technology. So these tools that we use, the heated tools, whether it's the stationary ones or whether it is the ones that are mobile, they have gone through a lot of advancement. The ones that we carry when we are going for home service, like photo shoots outside of the salon. Sometimes uh, there were these tools I had that were so big and so cumbersome. And last year, this particular company, I was trained by Lorraine, particular company, they brought out a smaller, more portable, lighter tool. And oh my goodness gracious, we are all in love. So aside from that, you've got the blogs where people write. You've got YouTube where people are posting information. And all of that technology combined has made people realize that, number one, naturalistas, you are not alone. There are naturalistas everywhere in the world having some of the challenges that you have. And there are also solutions. Then, I mean, let's not talk about the products, right? Because you have products, you've got research and development, you've got technological advancements where before, you know, you're mixing it with... Right. Uh, using spoon and wooden spoon <laughs> to mix your whipped shea butter. But thank God, mm. you now have things where you can use your, your tools, like your mixing bowls and stuff like that, to, to make these things happen. You know, okay. So it's fantastic. Mm. Technology has been with us side by side and helping us again amplify that natural hair is not a problem absolutely absolutely we have questions on instagram uh gotta Louvros says talk about tension on the hair from braids and how it's associated to hair loss can you quickly touch on that almost yeah you are going you are looking for trouble you are going somewhere <laughs> um, talk about that briefly actually um when we okay braids when you take a section of your hair, right, braids 
provides added weight to the hair. And a lot of people braid their hair because they find it easier to manage. And also they find that they can get longevity from a hairstyle. But the thing about it is that your strands can carry a certain amount of weight. Mm -hmm. So when you are now taking sections from the extensions to add to your hair, and it is more than your own hair, it weighs it down, it becomes heavy. And when that happens for a period of time consistently, it now picks, it breaks off, breaks off your hair, breaks off your hair, breaks off your hair. And that is commonplace with the ones, of course, in front. We have seen those pictures where the front has been so picked, so braided that, in fact, the person's um, face lift, no get pay. Mm. So, so the braids can be heavy. That's why we tell people that your braids should not be your regular day-to-day -day hairstyle. It should be a special occasion hairstyle because it is not going to be all the time you should be doing it. So the weight from the extensions affects your own hair. Mm -hmm. And that's why you can have um, breakage from your scalp. Then you can also have breakage because the extensions is not real hair. So even as much as you moisturize it, the product stays on top of the extensions. It doesn't really penetrate into your hair. So by the time you're losing your hair, your hair is now dry and you can get breakage from there as well. Okay. So those are the two things quickly that right. um, braids can be detrimental. Sorry, I must say, braids, again, they are a tool. They are a technology that you should use well to your advantage. Do not use it to your disadvantage. It's because it's not used properly. That is why you have people losing hair when they do braids. Mm, amazing. Amazing. Oh, I read that most of the beauty products that cater to black women are produced in Asia. We have only very few of them produced in Africa. And then it got me wondering why black women have products that cater to their hair produced somewhere else, not in Africa. Is that narrative changing now? Um... Perhaps it is. Sometimes I look at it like economics. My first degree was economics. So I look at it sometimes like economics, you know, opportunity costs, where's the least expensive place to manufacture your products. Everybody, everybody, even the Americans are manufacturing in China, you know. So it's not so much um, un un unusual. Now, it can become a problem when what is good for our hair is not going into the ingredients. Mm. That's when it is a problem because then it becomes detrimental to us. However, if what is good for our hair is going into the hair products, then, you know, as far as I'm concerned, economically, it may not necessarily be a bad thing, but it does not stop the small businesses from still entering the market, right? It doesn't stop them from entering the market. So we have businesses in Nigeria that I'm very, very proud of. And at All Naturals, um, those who come to the salon, they know that we promote our retail products and Nigeria Nigerian made, brands, yes, Nigerian you know, made products. in Nigeria by Nigerians, you know, and we are very excited and proud about it. And those um, brands are expanding and they will continue to expand. So you have those small industries that are coming up and that they are providing solutions, hair care solutions to us. And I would say to them, because they are businesses, they are profit making businesses at a time when they are looking at expanding the rich because they're black people everywhere, they will most likely consider where it is least expensive for them to manufacture their products. And that might not be Nigeria. Yeah, or Africa. Yes. Just like in America, there are brands there that are American brands that do not produce in America. So from the purely economic point of view, we can see that it may not be a bad thing. But when it comes to culture, 
you know, when it comes to effectiveness, efficacy of the product, when it comes to maybe harm and all of those things, if producing it outside of, let's say, Africa, for example, if producing it outside of Africa becomes harmful to Africans, if there are agreements that our governments are making that become harmful to people of the continent, then it should change. Mm -hmm. But everything has to be analyzed and we should not go emotionally we should speak you balance know, everything balance everything and have the correct information all right Amazon, we have to run off so sally we could continue we could go on and on and on so your final words as regards today world afro day celebrating the afro hair on the african woman and then looking at the future looking at the future because we have to look at the future how do you think nigerians are adapting to the afro hair so your final thoughts um i have to applaud the mummies out there who are adamant and they choose not to apply chemicals that will alter the texture of their daughter's hair. And the moms who are also allowing mothers and fathers who are allowing their sons grow out their hair. I give you kudos because you are already preparing the next generation to continue loving and appreciating, understanding, and being able to care for their own natural hair. Now with the future, some people think that, oh, natural hair, will, you know, kind of decline. I don't believe so because like I said, I always say we've always been natural. We've always been, it is our hair. And so that's not going to change. Um, when it comes to development, you are going to have a lot of people who will go to university to study about our hair and what is best and easier ways to handle our hair. So technology, of course, research and development is going to help in that regard. Equipments are going to change. Products are going to change. People are going to decide that, you know what? I'm not going to braid my hair. I'm not going to do this. I'm going to leave it out as an Afro. Mm -hmm. And companies are going to start accepting mm -hmm. because you and I, as well as our children, are the ones who are going to run those companies in the future. Mm -hmm. And they were grown, they were raised naturalistas and they were raised with natural hair and that's what they know and that is what they are going to promote. So Amazing. watch out world. Watch we're out. We're not going anywhere. At all. What a way to wrap up the conversation. It's been such an insightful conversation with the CEO and co-founder of All Naturals Beauty doing amazingly well. While I was a naturalista, I was once a model for All Naturals Beauty. I used to come into the salon to get my hair braided for free. Okay, don't do that for free, all right? <laughs> I'm sure that you pay for the services. Almost Ogorumbi has joined me in the studio. We've just broken down, talked about celebrating the Afro hair on uh, the African woman. She's stout celebrities like Chimamanda, DJ Omonyu, Bolin, Sekpe team. And we can go on and on and on uh, thanking her for the amazing work she's doing when it comes to natural hair care in Nigeria. Almost uh, shout out to you. Thank you. <laughs> it was such Thank an insightful you, conversation. Thank you yes. for joining me on the show. Thank you so much. I'm grateful. for. Thanks for having me. Yes. Now, in a world where many people think different is weird, it's important to try to look at people from a loving and open perspective. A great way to begin is to start taking a positive view of things that feel unique or different. And I'm talking about Afro hair. Those who have curly or textured hair might try to appreciate it instead of fighting against it. Embrace the beauty of Afro hair and begin thinking about the world just a little bit differently. Thanks for listening and don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com.